Well, good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, good afternoon. And uh, welcome to another Deep Dive this Wednesday. I'm here, I'm Josh, and I've got Simon here who brought our message this Sunday. Um, we, are, we do have three people here. We've got Caleb up the back, so if he wants to add anything, he's going to yell it at us, but um, we've just we've just got us two up here today. Or actually just speak in his normal voice. So, yeah, yeah, so, Caleb's <laughs> definitely loud enough in order to for us to hear him here, but we might have to just relay what he was saying yes, back on yes. the screen. So there. Um, yeah, well, it's been a while since has, we've been. It has been. Uh, it's, we're in the, well, for this Wednesday, it's, we're in the new year for Deep Dive. Exactly. Um, but not for... Um, not for the sermon series because we had the summer series and now we're back to back to our mark, looking at Mark again. And yep, so we're going to dive deep. Okay, so, so let's let's uh, let's get into it and we'll read the uh, read the passage before we uh, get any further, just to refresh ourselves. So Mark eleven twelve. He know uh, the next morning as they were as they were leaving Beth, uh, Bethany, Jesus was hungry. He noticed a fig tree in full leaf a little way off. So he went over to see if he could find any figs. But there were only leaves because it was too early in the season for fruit. Then Jesus said to the tree, may no one ever eat your fruit again. And the disciples heard him say it. Next morning, as they passed by the fig tree, he had cursed. He had cursed. The disciples noticed it had withered from the roots up. Peter remembered what Jesus had said to the tree on the previous day and exclaimed, Look, Rabbi, the fig tree you cursed has withered and died. Then Jesus said to the disciples, Have faith in God. I tell you the truth. You can say to the mountain, May you be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and it will happen. But you must really believe it. Sorry, you, but you must really believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. I tell you, you can pray for anything, and if you believe that, you received it, it will be yours. But when you are praying, first forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against, so that your Father in heaven will forgive your sins too. Cool. So, for this one's always an interesting one. Because for those that are not necessarily too familiar with it, it can be quite random, um, cursing a tree. Yep. Um, we've seen up until this point in Mark, we've seen many miracles performed, many different miracles performed. And then all of a sudden, he curses a tree. Out of all things, out of all things, he curses a tree. You could, you know, it's not someone, it's a tree. Yep. Um, and I always, I always think that Jesus is just hungry and just a little bit, just a little <laughs> bit hangry at this point because he so, wanted some fruit. So, so he's, it's like the Snickers ad, isn't yes, it? Yeah, <laughs> like the Snickers ad. You're not Jesus. You're not, you're not you when you're hungry. Have a, have a fig. <laughs> the, um, but tell us. What, all, all jokes aside. All jokes know. aside. What, um, what the the message you brought on on Sunday looked at two aspects. Yeah. 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 And, and and that was it, it was I I quite liked it. But for those that are new, do you want to um, to this story especially um, refresh back? Would you like to bit? refresh us? Fantastic, we'll do. So yeah, so um, just thinking back to to what that passage has, we need to actually kind of. It always helps us that whenever we read a piece from the Bible, mm. that we're all going to always got to remember that it's it's in its context. Um, and so often, what we do is we take a verse, or two verses, three verses. 
and we just take it as that little chunk. And that, that's the danger when we read just short sections of the passage. Um, and today we actually uh, looked at just the section, you know, verses 12 through to 14. We then miss a section and then come back to in verse 20. So even what we read today, we've actually just been selective in what we've done because it's continue, it's contiguous. So in other words, it stays together yep. on the actual um, interaction around this uh, fig tree and around the cursing. But we need to also realise that, as I said on, on in the message, is that it happens after the triumphal entry. It happens after the authorities don't recognise, the religious authorities don't recognise who Jesus really is. Um, and it ha- and we see it also that Jesus is going in to clear the temple. So, And, and we're going to focus on that uh, this week coming. Mm. So I'm really looking forward to, to that. Kerry's going to bring the message it's this week. Fun, it's always a fun one, that one. So we see that. But the question that we asked on, on Sunday was, yep. was around who, what is your... Um, understanding of Jesus, what is your picture of Jesus? Um, and, and we often have a particular picture of Jesus. And and in some of my reading I did, it was actually interesting because it actually it actually referenced a number of people that use this cursing of the fig tree not to believe in Jesus because he curses something. Mm. So, it, it, you know, and it flies against the whole... Um, Jesus as being the loving um, saviour of the world. So kind of it's the polar opposite to that, if you're thinking about that. Mm. But they're taking it on a particular face value around a particular aspect and they haven't actually understood the the depth and the breadth of uh, the relationship of the fig to the biblical story. So even like even if going all the way back to Genesis, you actually have the fig as you know as the leaf that is used to cover up the sins, and it's associated with the that people. So it's even right from that point in time, but even more so, um, the fig is is actually connected with that um, Israelite Judea. A Judean nation that we have there. So in the Old Testament, um, there's a n- numerous references which I, which I brought up in the message on um, Sunday. So mm-hmm. I encourage you to go back and listen to those about those because I don't want to delve into those no, too no. much. But but it, basically, it's talking about how um, Jesus, how the Israelite nation is is equated to being like a, a fig tree. Yep. Um, and when they're going um, not following God's Path, we're not following God's uh, rule for their lives, and they start going after their own idols and their own way of doing things. It's it's then they're like a fig tree that has rotten fruits, or like a fig tree that has no fruits. Um, and so that's the equation that is, is you see happening within the Old Testament. Mm. And those that follow the ways of of God are like a fig tree with ripe, sweet fruit on them. Mm. And and so having all this context. Is that like it, it helps? So you know, you just read it on sort of face value, as we're saying, and you can easily just like, oh, okay, that happened, or not quite understand, but move on because there are more sort of, yep, for lack of a better way of describing, easy ones to sort of understand. Yeah, um, and and with this one, it's not necessarily it, 
correct me if I'm wrong, but it's not necessarily the fig that's the issue here, but it's the leaves that are the issue in, in cover in in sort of falsifying yep. what what the tree's actually doing. Um, because it would the 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 figs when riped also have leaves. The the, yep. the tree also has leaves. Yep. And so you can know that the the, the fig has are, are, are re- the figs are ready when you know that the tree when the, the tree has leaves. So from a yep. distance you can easily easily see it. Yep. So it's interesting because if you get into that whole notion around um, around trees and, and and we need to think not just ornamental trees. Mm. So here, so often we have you now when we think about our gardens, when we think about uh, not that I'm a very good green thumb at all. Um, as I as I keep on saying to the congregation, I'm a person that's really good at ripping out plants. Um, I'm not really good at looking after them. <laughs> I don't have a green thumb at all. So, um, but we think about we we plant plants for a reason. So whether it's um, uh, to provide shade, uh, whether it's to to provide you know, a leaf cover, and the the thing that we're planting is because of the leaves. But for a fruit tree, yeah, you're planting it for the fruit. And a fig is a fruit tree. So the thing that is coming up here is that there's a difference between growing leaves mm. and producing fruit. Yeah. And see, Jesus could see that it had leaves on it. So it was alive and it was, it was, it was growing. It was doing things. But it didn't bear fruit. But it wasn't bearing fruit. Yeah. And that was the issue at hand. So, And so you could, you could almost then say that... It, it's making comment on you can talk the talk, but can you walk the walk? Exactly. You do a lot of talking, but can you actually put what you are saying into practice? Are you a bearing fruit in that? In that, and it it, it is. That's and <clears throat> for us, that's such a such a really big thing, really. <laughs> if you if you think about it, as Christians, and if you know, and our whole series has been looking at the words, the ways, and works of Jesus. Yes. So, in other words, how, how do we understand to be a disciple in this space? How do we um, know that that's what we're meant to be doing and, and, and what are the actions that we're meant to have? And, and, and this call out by Jesus is actually a call out to us to be fruitful, mm. not just to have the outward sign that there may be something, yeah. but to have the fruit. Yeah, and so, like you said on Sunday, not have putting up putting up a front depending on which audience you're with. It's, yep. it's always it's removing that front and always being outwardly your your image which you are uh, outwardly put uh, portraying should be consistent throughout the entire you know your entire journey your entire life and not just specific to where you are. Exactly, and it was interesting because after the Sunday service, after the yep. message that we we had. Um, I was having a conversation with a couple of people and they said, that's so important, the, the message about being fruitful in all seasons. Mm. Um, and it's about, about how, how do we be fruitful as Christians? What is the produce that we are producing? What is the, the, the attitude, the behaviour that we're having? So, so um, being a follower of Jesus is about a life change. It's about a change of who we are. Mm. And so having that life change and having that notion about being fruitful in all seasons mean that, it, it's fruitful not only when you're on show, but also when you're not. Um, it's fruitful when you 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 you're really on fire for God, but it's also fruitful when you're mm. you know a bit down in the dump. So there's got a lot of those things, yeah. there. and I thought it was a really interesting comment. And as I thought about it, yep. 
one of the things that I thought uh, was thinking, <clears throat> we do need downtime. Yeah. And, and this is important. We need to actually have time when we aren't always doing and, mm. well, um, and, and being active. And sometimes we forget that um, being fruitful is not always about um, action. Mm. So and he, let me let me tease this out for you. Yep. <laughs> exactly. And let me yeah. let me tease it out for you because being fruitful is not always about action. So you know the outward signs are like the leaves. So the actions are like the leaves. So it's about growing and doing and, yep. and being on show that something's there. Jesus is looking from a distance and going, "There's a fig tree. There might be some fruit on it. I can see the leaves. I can see the you know the nice and big and glossy and looking really good." But and that's like that's like doing all the actions. Mm. It's actually more about a heart stance. Yeah. Being that, that being fruitful. It's about where your heart is situated in all the activities. So so it means that that when you are tired, yeah, uh, and when you are frustrated, when you are having a you know a bad day, it doesn't mean that you you can't you're always going to have this wonderful uh, response for everybody. Mm. It may mean that you can, but it may mean that, you know, for some of us that are more introverted or whatever it might be, it may you may not have the same kind of response as you once had, but it's about your heart attitude mm. in that point. So um, it allows us to have downtime yeah. because our heart attitude mm. is actually quite correct, but our outward action may not be quite where we need it to be. So. Mm. And, um, and if we're going into some of those, <laughs> I, I'll just I'll just no, give you another go, concept. Go, go, go for it. Go for it. Comes from the Old Testament, uh, and it, it, it's called um, fallow. So it's, and, but it's an agricultural term, um, and it means that um, you, you you plow the field, you use the field, you grow the you grow the, um, the the crop, and and then you come back and you do it again, and then you do it again, but then you give the whole field a rest. <laughs> because it's been it's been working and producing and it needs time to recuperate and that's the same with us we we yes. we have to be able to have time to recuperate mm. so we can continue to produce new fruit mm. um and, and be productive so for always out there that's when burnout happens yes and so like in ministry um in in whatever field of ministry you're doing burnouts are really um really big thing because we're often giving out giving out giving out and there's we don't take the time to um have rest have recuperation mm. we don't have those spaces in order to allow us to to keep on producing so mm. producing that harvest doing doing well is important we've got to have those times out yeah and we want that quality rather than quantity we want to be able to have quality fruit and bear quality fruit and i think on the on the the twofold sort of um aspects of that of is also bearing fruit during rest and not just because I'm tired because I need that downtime and even if it's just you like you alone and you're just you know how do you also bear good good fruit in 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 those in those times I mean I know for for myself um when I get tired or I get hungry I've I've learned over the years that instead of being um to not allow myself to be snappy or snap at someone, I go quiet in an order in in an in an attempt to try and not snap at someone just because I'm tired or hungry or to be argumentative or um, and um, get easily annoyed. I go a bit quiet because I know for myself that's a way to reduce um, 
those aspects so I can be able to have good rest and, and bear the good fruit. And, and that's such a, such a great thing to do, um, to, to actually know where, you, you, where your trigger points are mm. and, and, and go, I need rest in this space, I need time out in this space, but I don't want to produce bad fruit no, in that no. process. So that's a really important thing. Mm. Um, the other aspect yes, of all yes. of this, rather than just that productive thing about ourselves and stuff, is that, that we brought it out on, on Sunday. Jesus is actually being prophetic. Mm. So we talk about lots of different aspects of who Jesus is, and this is a prophetic aspect of Jesus. So this is actually, a, you could almost see it and read it as a prophecy of the downfall of that Jewish tradition mm. and, and the new one coming in. Um, and it's a call out to Jerusalem that it is going to fall. Yes. Um, it is going to wither and die from the very roots, from the very inner parts because there's nothing feeding it. Mm. So when you think about the fig tree that dies, it's nothing is feeding it. It's lost connection. Um, and, 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 I t- we, and Jesus also uses a similar example. See, we find this one harder because it's about cursing, but Jesus mm. used that other, and I brought it in on Sunday, but he used the other example about keep on producing um, fruit in, in trimming the vine. Um, and if we think about a grapevine, which is another thing that is really associated with Israel as well, um, is that uh, in order for the fruit to grow, you've actually got to stop the leaves from going too much. So you've got to trim it back and it's, it's only on that second year growth that you will get the grapes happening. And so you've got to trim it back in order to get the fruit Mm. And so in order for us to get a good harvest, they've got to trim it and prune it. Trim it. Um, and so that's, that's really important for us because sometimes things just get out of hand. Yeah. You've got to trim it back. Trim it back. But, but for the same thing, when we're looking at this, um, because of the equation between Israel and the fig and mm. Jerusalem and the fig and, and that, that relationship and linking back to the Old Testament way of thinking, when that curse is upon there, it's a curse upon Jerusalem as well. Mm. It's a curse upon what's there because that that you're not going to bear the fruit, and the fruit is actually going to come out of um, our relationship with the Holy Spirit. Yes, our relationship with God, and this is where that second section. Mm comes in that we read. And let me just read it again for you. The next morning as they passed by the fig tree that he had cursed, the disciples noticed that it had withered up from the roots. Peter remembered what Jesus said to the tree on the previous day and exclaimed, look, Rabbi, so look, teacher, the fig tree you cursed has withered and died. And what does Jesus do? See, this whole thing about understanding what, what the words and the ways mm. and the works of Jesus, we, we, we look at what Jesus said. And then Jesus said to the disciples, Notice what he says. Mm. Have faith in what? God. Have faith in God. Because this is the, this is, this is the crux of it, isn't it? Mm. So what is the thing that draws, causes it to shrink up and, and die and wither and not produce fruit? Lack of faith in God. So if we're thinking about our discipleship, our journey with God, when, when we're not connected with God, um, we're not, when we don't have faith in God, then we, we, we are withering and dying. So Jesus then says, you know, have faith in God. And then he goes on to do a teaching moment here. I tell you the truth. You can say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea and it will happen. But you must really believe it will happen and have no doubts in your heart. Notice mm. this is the connection back and understanding that God is going to do this. 
Um, and I tell you, you can pray for anything. And if you believe that, you receive it, it will be yours. And here's the crux. Often, often people will take this part mm. about believing you know, wholeheartedly that this is it. Yeah. And, and you've got to have your connection with God. You've got to be right. You've got to have all these things in place. Um, but if I believe it so much and I prayed for it, earnestly prayed for it and prayed for it and prayed for it, didn't happen. And that's mm. when people go, oh, but it didn't happen. I believed it. And this is what it said. Be, this says, but when you are praying, first forgive anyone. Mm you are holding a grudge against. And I think that is probably one of the biggest things that hold us back in our prayer life and being powerful in our prayer life is that actual point about that first aspect, that first part about forgiving others that you may have a grudge against and, and actually going out there. And I don't know about, about you, um, but I know that it is so hard to do that. Mm. Oh. Um, and, it, and it's actually even, you know, and Jesus goes even more into this mm. in, in another section of the Gospels where he actually says before you even start praying, go and make it right with the other person. Mm. You know, um, you've actually got to fix yourself before you can do anything else. Mm. And if you think you're not right, your relationships, and these are relationships, these are the things that you're having with others. Um, how can, he's actually saying, Jesus is saying here, how can you be forgiven of your sins if you're unwilling to be forgiven of others? Jesus, yes, God forgives our sins mm. openly, willingly. But if we want the power of God to be in us, if we want to be fruitful, we want to grow, then we need to take hold of this point. And this is what I did, you know, we're enough on Sunday, but this is a really important for us. If we want a really fruitful life, we actually need to take this last part really seriously mm. about forgiving others that you have a grudge against before you come into prayer, before you're coming into seeking God's power. Mm. I mean, it can be quite, I mean, if you boil it down to, um, by not forgiving those first, it can be quite selfish because um, you're almost in a way saying, I want, you know, allow me to, you know, allow me to be fruitful, Lord, but bar that person or allow me to, you know, like, give me the strength and, you know, whatever your prayer might be, but not for him or not for her or, you know, the people that have wronged you. Like, if, if you know, if we equate it in sort of those terms, it, it's quite selfish. No, we want everyone to have it. We don't just want a single group, a single person. We want everyone to have it. And that includes the, the grudges, like like what we're yep. saying. Like, exactly. Yeah, it's so so, so that the, the probably the call for today mm. out of what we what we're having, probably the call for today is if you want to be fruitful, so if mm. you want the fruit of God in your life, if you want the power and, and and you want to have that in all seasons, the thing is as you come into prayer, as you're asking for God's uh, power within your life, make sure that you start with seeking forgiveness. So that means actually you actively going out. And, and seeking forgiveness on those that you were holding a grudge against. Um, and, and that's going to change who we are. Mm. That's going to change our perspective. Um, and, it, and you might be going, oh, God's not working through my life. Um, things aren't happening. Maybe what you need to do is actually take some time and see what is holding you back. Mm. What is the grudge you're holding? What is the person that you're not forgiving? What is the, what is the thing that you're doing that is stopping you from getting that life-giving um, feeding from God in this? Mm. So that, that's such a powerful thing yeah. for us to do. And, and having that and just praying really hard is not faith in God. That's faith in faith. 
we actually want faith in God and 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 every aspect that comes with that and 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 you know like what like what we've said before and and it, and before when we were talking about sort of that that the the um, parts of a of a grapevine and cutting and cutting parts back um, and it and it and I got reminded of what uh, on the summer series of what Kimberly was saying is we should probably do an audit on our on our exactly yeah and see what parts are holding us back. Yeah, exactly. And the doing an audit on our life of what 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 is helping us and what is hindering us, mm. what is fruitful for us or what is you know holding us back. So, so it's so powerful, so powerful mm. for us. Mm. So, um, Caleb, while you're up the back there, have you got any wise wi- words of wisdom? <laughs> He's thinking. Everybody <laughs> is thinking. You see, I'm doing this to Caleb because he normally throws everybody else yeah. into the house <laughs> when he's up here. So. Don't be there. <laughs> Don't be there. So you want to be a fruitful fig tree, honestly, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, don't just don't just think, do things for show. Mm. Do it because you want to have that deep relationship with God and you want your life to change. How about we just pray? Yes. Fantastic. How about let's just pray together. Oh, gracious, loving God. Um Lord, we know that you just, you, you listen to our prayers. You hear our prayers. And today as we come into this prayer time, we just take this moment uh, as you pray with us that um, bring us into an awareness within ourselves of those who we are holding a grudge against. And Lord, just bring that into us right now so that we may, we may take that and act upon that not because um, we just want more, but because we want to correct our relationships. Because we want to seek forgiveness in all places. And yes, Lord, we want your forgiveness upon our lives. A gracious Lord, we just, we just ask. We ask you to come and show us where we are not being fruitful, where we are just putting things on for show. Help us to understand this in our lives and help us to change this for our souls. Oh, Lord, we pray this in your holy name. Amen. Amen, amen. Well, thank you. Thank you, Simon, for uh, allowing and allowing us just to go deeper into, into that and also bringing the, um, the message on, on Sunday. Uh, thank you everyone for watching if any sort of question again if any sort of questions or anything from the from the message on Sunday from today's chat uh, or just anything just shoot, shoot us a message um, chuck it somewhere we'll see it and we'll try our best to to answer them as always and um, yeah we uh, um, check out all the sort of uh, social medias different page any any way you can sort of consume um, podcasts will they, they will be they will be up for you to consume so keep keep going on and, and leave leave a comment leave a like you know it's always great to see interaction and to see and to see um, if you like it like it because we love to see um, you know those that those that like it yep and it, what it does by by giving a like by subscribing to doing that mm-hmm. it actually helps the message that we're presenting uh, go out further yeah so it actually does help us when you do that so 
Yeah. Fantastic. And thank you, Josh, oh, that's okay. uh, for, that's right. for being with us today and bringing your w wisdom into to bear into this space. Um, and thanks for joining us today. No worries. We'll see you next week. <laughs>